The war on Christmas is over. We won! It's Schmanners. I'm your husband host, Travis McElroy. And I'm your wife host, Teresa McElroy. And you're listening to Schmanners. It's extraordinary etiquette. For ordinary occasions. Hello, my dog. Hello, dear. As soon as we started recording, the cat jumped yes. into her Look, life. Look who has come it's to visit us. How, what, what, podcasting. I haven't seen her in days. In. I know. I know. But what's this? Podcasting. Oh, I better come <laughs> and rub against. <laughs> Teresa was sitting in that chair for like 15 minutes. Nothing. And as soon as we started, like, it's like she heard it's Schmanners and was like, oh, I love Schmanners. Okay. <laughs> She's our biggest fan. She does love Schmanners. Hi. Hello. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Joyous candle nights to all. Um, and I know what you're saying, but it's not that yet. You're absolutely right. It's still about two weeks away. But um, for this episode. We're really getting in the spirit of things. We sure are. Um, you know, we built a gingerbread house. We had some wassail. Um, we decorated the Christmas tree. We watched the movies. We, some of the movies. Well, more than most people watched. I mean, we're up to about, I think, 40 at this point that we've watched. We've done pretty good. Our shopping is done. The mistletoe is nowhere to be seen because that's <laughs> a weird, gross tradition. And, um, you know... I wanted to this year or this week. Um, the topic was my idea, but I still made Teresa research it because I was sick. Um, I was also sick. We took turns being sick, not researching. <laughs> and this year I brought a bit of knowledge. I took a class in in college that was uh, U.S. history pre-Civil War. And one of the books that we had to read for it was a book called The Battle Over Christmas. I think that's it. And it was all about the war on Christmas or when Christmas was outlawed. But the the information behind it may surprise you. Come on in. Join us, won't you? <laughs> well, so the war on Christmas goes all the way back to the 1600s um, when the Puritans in England overthrew King Charles I in 1647. Um, and pretty much right after they chopped his head off, they banned Christmas. What? Um, because Christmas at the time was, I don't know, they, there was a kind of contempt for it amongst the Puritans um, for a the, couple reasons. One, they were Puritans and they had contempt for everything. Yeah. Is it fun? Puritans don't like it. I think there's a kid show that we very much enjoy, so maybe it's not a kid. Maybe it's an all-ages show called Horrible History, Mm -hmm. and they talk a lot about the Puritans throughout it. And basically, if it was fun, drinking, dancing, singing, I don't know, any, like, any Colors. Yeah, even even fun that is not, like, that we would traditionally say, like, like spices in your food, Mm -hmm. like salt- was not okay. <laughs> Anything like that, the Puritans were against. Um, and so 
there at right after like i said uh the new puritan parliament decreed that december the 25th was instead now a day of fasting and humiliation for uh, meaning like self kind of uh flagellation like repenting prostrating like yourself right prostrating 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 without that other r in there that's um, weird because in the <laughs> don't 16th... prostate yourself that's mm-hmm, not what mm-hmm. i meant glazing right over that because at this time in history, it was often referred to instead of Christmas time, it was called Fool's Tide. Okay. Right. Because um, you act a fool? Well, because it was, you know, full of rowdy celebrations and and lots of things. Um, a lot of the traditions at the time, and even some now today, were co-opted from pagan celebrations. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about this a little bit. Um, but the one that was specific to this time period was Saturnalia, which was a Roman holiday of lights marked with drinking and feasting that coincided with the winter solstice. So there's even yes. some kind of like uh, Celtic druid in there type deal, the winter solstice. Um, and so... It wasn't even until the 4th century A.D. by papal decree, and the Puritans hate the Pope, um, by papal decree that they even decided that Christ was born on the 25th of December. Mm-hmm. Took them 400 years to check their calendars. <laughs> Ugh, come on. Um, and so really everything So did people just not get out of school during the Christmas break then? Or? No, uh, schools were were not closed, businesses were not closed and churches were closed. Oh, sorry. I meant in 4th century AD. Oh. There probably weren't schools. Is the I reason. mean, there Maybe. were schools for a few people. Okay. Um, but almost everything had to do with it. Uh so the feasting, the drinking, gambling games, um, and even at this point in the 1600s, there was this thing called, uh, well, I'm not exactly sure what it was called, but it was kind of like trick or treating. Okay. Was- so, wassailing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or, or uh, caroling, right? Caroling sort of. Um, where... We've talked about this before because we talked about the bring us some figgy pudding and right. we won't go until we get some. And we've talked about that specific issue before. People would dress up. Um, and they would go around and demand on from the doors of the prosperous people that they feed them the food from their own table. So yes. not like we just want a handout, like give bring us, us some figgy pudding. Now like, bring us some figgy pudding. Not just some, but bring us your pudding. Yeah. We don't want anything from your larder. We want you to serve us. It was dinner. like the purge. You know what I mean? <laughs> like people were just purging left and right, folks. And then if you didn't comply, these mobs of people turned nasty and would often like commit vandalism or other push acts you out of, of the violence. way, go into your house and just start stealing stuff. Yeah. Um, so then once the monarchy was restored in England in 1660, the Yuletide ban was still going strong in, uh, the colonies. Yeah. America. USA. 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 Um, and in the colonies, 
the thing about the Puritans was they really, really took the whole, uh, if it's not in the Bible, uh, we don't do it kind of thing. Super, super like serial. Almost religiously so. Yeah. Um, and so they didn't even celebrate the birth of Jesus because like there, there was wasn't no date. There was the, no mm-hmm. date. And like there was no scriptural basis for it according to Nobody them. Nobody told them to and so they didn't. That's it. Um, so once again this was made illegal, but it wasn't like the like the secret police were going after people. They weren't peeking into windows or like, you know, like listening for people praying or, or singing carols or whatever. It was mostly about, like I said, the kind of rowdy drunkenness out in the street, you know, committing violence mm-hmm. things that that weren't appreciated. And if you were caught doing that, you could be fined five shillings. Guess how much five shillings is in, in today's dollars? How much? 50 bucks. That's, I mean, I guess, yeah, that's a lot, right? I mean, but it it's not a ton, but it's a lot to be annoying. Yes, okay. It's not nothing. It's a, uh, But, like, here's the thing. When someone says, and you could be fine, like, the answer is either way more than you think or way less than you think. And if you had said, like, $1,000, I'd be like, holy for just being out there and having some mulled wine, thousand, but fifty dollars is like, mm, maybe it's worth it to go out and steal from the rich. We'll see. Um, so then the official ban was lifted in eighteen six and sorry, sixteen eighty one, um, because mostly of the uh French Indian War. Okay. Um, because more and more Catholics, French Catholic, were settling in the area. And because of the revolution on the horizon, we needed to have um, the French on our side, right? Okay. So against England, so we couldn't really, you know, the Puritans couldn't go after the Catholics the way they used to. And they used to, by the way. Um, So... They officially lifted the ban, but even still, it was pretty a, host- a pretty hostile environment. Um, there was a governor who attended Christmas Day services in 1686, and he had to do his kind of like praying flanked by redcoats <laughs> because wow. the anti-Christmas uh, sentiment was still super, super high. Um, and so well into the 1800s, Businesses and schools in Massachusetts remained open on December 25th, and the churches stayed closed. I see. Huh. Hey, do you want to talk more about this? But first, maybe write some thank you notes to our sponsors? Yeah. Manners is sponsored in part this week by Sunbasket. Now, we have been receiving Sunbaskets, and let me tell you why I love them. Okay. It is so easy to open the refrigerator, uh-huh. grab a Sunbasket, because it's all very easily packaged in its own little bag. Everything is labeled. Um, if it is a, a 
a meal containing meat, I do often have to defrost the meat, but it is just so nice to pull out the recipe card and just a bag of ingredients, um, making it easy and convenient to cook healthy, delicious meals at home. They ship fresh, organic produce and responsibly raised meat and seafood directly to the door, which can be pre- can be prepped and ready to eat in around 15 minutes. And listen, that is not an exaggeration. You know what I mean? That's not like 15 minutes with an asterisk. Like 15 to 20 minutes and you will have like a fresh, uh, you know, from your refrigerator. But like you made it yourself meal. Right. Um, and we really enjoy them. We, we enjoy those meal services, folks. And it's not like the same six, seven meals over and over again because they have so much to choose from. They have paleo, gluten-free, vegan, even diabetes-friendly, which I think is a really great idea. Um, so our Schmanners listeners can get $35 off their first order at Sunbasket when they go to sunbasket.com slash Schmanners. Once again, for $35 off, go to sunbasket.com slash Schmanners. Now listen, folks, it's the holidays. And maybe there's someone on your list where you're like, hmm, that one part, I don't know what to get them. They have everything. Well, you know what I bet they don't have? is a beautiful canvas people print from a shared memory betwixt the two of you that you pick out, have made for them, and get to them for the holidays. What do you think? I bet they don't have that. Yes. But they should. Yes. Because canvas people will do that. They'll take that memory and they'll turn it into unique works of art that add a beautiful touch to your home. Griffin and Rachel have one of these of their beautiful son, our nephew Henry, and it is gorgeous. And you know what? It's fine to have beautiful framed photos. I have them around me right now. I'm looking at them, and that's great. But sometimes you have a memory where it's like, this is standout. This this thing that you and I did together, this, this moment from my life, from your life, from our lives, this means something more. And you know what? So I took the time. I had it made onto canvas, and now it's a beautiful piece of art that you can hang in your home. Um, and it's great for decor or prints. It's it's amazing. Um, so, for a special, very limited holiday offer, CanvasPeople.com is offering their popular 11 by 14 photo canvases for free. That's right, free. These normally sell for $69.99, but for this week only, you'll pay nothing. Just cover shipping and handling. To get your free canvas, text SCHMANNERS, S-H-M-A-N-N-E-R-S, to 797979. Just pay shipping and handling. This offer won't last. So text Schmanners to 797979. That's Schmanners to 797979. Message and data rates apply. Hey, if you like your podcast to be focused and well-researched and your podcast host to be uncharismatic, unhorny strangers who have no interest in horses, then this is not the podcast for you. Again, what's your deal? <laughs> I'm Emily. I'm Lisa. Our show's called Baby Geniuses. And its hosts are horny adult idiots. We discover weird Wikipedia pages every episode. We discuss institutional misogyny. We ask each other the dumbest questions and our listeners won't stop sending us pictures of their butts. We haven't asked them to stop, but they also aren't stopping. Join us on Baby Geniuses every other week on MaximumFun.org. I'm bailiff Jesse Thorne. And I'm Judge John Hodgman. 
If you live on the west coast of North America, we're coming your way. That's right. Judge John Hodgman is taking justice to the west coast on tour. Starting where? Vancouver, British Columbia, January 15th. Then to Seattle, Washington on the 16th. Portland, Oregon on the 17th. San Francisco, California on the 18th. And Los Angeles, California, the City of Angels on January 22nd. Tickets are on sale now. You can find links to all of the shows at MaximumFun.org. And if you're going to be in one of those cities and you have a dispute we can try on stage, send it to us. Just go to MaximumFun.org slash JJHO or email Hodgman at MaximumFun.org. I'm ready to judge you on the road. Take that, Jack Kerouac, author of On the Road. Okay, so we're back, but here's the thing. Uh-huh. I want to paint a mind picture for you. Okay. Of a Puritan Christmas. Are okay. you ready? Wait, hold on. Now I'm ready. Okay, so today is December the 25th. <gasps> what were you doing yesterday? You're going to do that again today. Oh. Uh, so if you went to work, you're going to do that too. Okay. Uh, if you were cleaning... Or, um, I don't know, what do Puritans do? Making cheese? You're going to do that, too. Okay. Um, I don't think just Puritans make cheese, though. I, mean, I think you know that's probably I mean. something that they do. Butter. Butter. Maybe cows are in there somewhere. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Chores. And, yeah, slap, slap that pig. That's right. Just slap it. No, um, slap it. Don't slap the pig. <laughs> but when you, when you open your eyes and start to plan your day, do you know what you see around your room? I'm going to say, can I guess? Nothing. Nothing. Because... Christmas trees. Oh, I thought you were going to say because it's still dark outside and I haven't lit a candle Oh, yet. no. Oh, okay. I was going to say because any kind of inside greenery. Yes. Those are pagan because okay. it celebrates the winter solstice. Uh-huh. Um, so Christmas trees are out. Wreaths are out. Uh-huh. Um, they don't believe. Uh, Puritans did not believe in the extravagance of giving gifts, so no presents. Okay. Also, didn't like sugar so no mm, candy bummer okay all right um so then you're gonna you're gonna get dressed and you're watch gonna... the santa claus or perhaps the grinch no because okay. they don't have tv but oh. you go to eat your breakfast or at least to get your um your breakfast pail or what to take out to the fields with you uh-huh what's in there now when i was growing up for christmas we would have like salmon rolls or uh, you know, like orange rolls? No, because yeasted breads take a lot of time. So you oh. probably didn't have that in the morning. You probably had like an oatmeal. But if you were expecting like a mince pie, nope. No. Nope. Outlawed. No. Can't have mince they pies. Outlawed mince pies? And Christmas puddings. <gasps> they outlawed Christmas. Was it because there was booze in them? Uh, no, because they had to do with Christmas. Oh, okay. So no steamed pud. No mince pies, no candy. Um, and then you went out and you did your work, maybe the fields uh-huh. or, you know, the barn. On Christmas? On Christmas. And if you, um, perhaps today you are selling your eggs at market. Uh-huh. Everybody's there. It's a usual day because we don't celebrate Christmas. So uh-huh. you're going to go home. Uh-huh. And now you know, wash your face, uh-huh. right? And then go back to bed because oh. 
it's it's uh it's dark and you can't do any more work um and today was a day just like yesterday and it'll be a day tomorrow oh and i forgot in there you prayed a lot Okay. Yeah. So when you said you were going to describe a parenting Christmas, it was kind of a trick, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Because there sounds like there is no such thing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, goodness. So uh, I just want, before we wrap up this segment of the show, I want to say uh, the name of that book, if you want to check it out, The Battle for Christmas, A Social and Cultural History of Our Most Cherished Holiday, is available uh, on Amazon. It's by Stephen Nissenbaum. Um, and I, I just remember finding the whole subject fascinating because when you think of Christmas now, right, we think of it as, well, in two ways. One, as being incredibly protected by, you know, re- the religious uh, of those among us. And, like, that idea of, like, we talk about now, like, that there are some that when the Starbucks coffee yes. cup comes out, that it's like, this remember? is a war on Christmas. And the thing is, is like, there was a time where Christmas was outlawed, and it was outlawed by the church. The church outlawed. That's so fascinating and interesting to me. But also, when we think about Christmas now, we think about it in the very, like, PG, even G version of it, uh, where, you know, we're thinking a lot about, like, Victorian Christmas. Right. These these very, like, family-centered, the Pepsi-Cola, Santa, and, you know, this kind of, like, I thought he was a Coke Santa. Sure. Whatever. Coke, the Coke Santa, the Coca-Cola Santa of like these very Norman Rockwellian right. kind of images. And it's like, well, actually, there was a big period of time where it was very kind of debaucherous and everybody was drunk and to the point where it had to be outlawed. That's just so, that's so fascinating to me that there was basically like a prohibition on Christmas. Yeah. Ah. Um, so I thought before we wrapped up this episode, since we're kind of chugging towards the holidays, I wanted to talk about some of our like holiday traditions growing up. Oh, are we going to paint real mind pictures? Now we'll paint real habit. We'll end on a happier note <laughs> of our actual like childhood Christmases. So what was like a Christmas morning like in the Wellman household? Well, um, let's see. What time did you get up? Let's start there. Well, my sister, my older sister and I. Um, would usually wake up first, and we would wake up probably around seven thirty, mm-hmm. and we would go downstairs and empty our stockings without our parents. <gasps> what? And then put everything back, and then wait for our parents to get up and you bring demons. down Elizabeth, our little sister. What? And then we would open our, I mean, if anything was wrapped inside the presents and inside the stockings, like I think my, uh, I think that Santa got really, uh, really smart, got hip to this because um, if something was wrapped inside the stocking, you we didn't open, open yeah. it because we had to keep up the illusion you would get caught. that we hadn't been there. But if things were unwrapped, then we could see what they were. So then once my parents got up, we all did the stockings as if for the first time. See, now in my house, one, this will surprise no one. I would have trouble sleeping Mm -hmm. and like I would wake up early because I I had a lot of insomnia issues when I was Sometimes you would never go to sleep. This is true. Um, and so especially any time where I was like anticipating something, anxious about something or excited about something like. Sleep was not a question. So I'm, every other day for you? Yeah. 
I remember once being like 12 years old and Griffin and I had bunk beds and I was laying on the bottom bunk, just like staring at the top bunk thinking how hard would I have to hit my head against the upper bunk to knock myself out so I could go to sleep. Uh, I was very fat, but that's the night before Christmas. So then Christmas morning, Griffin and I would wake up early and once after for a while, Justin would too. And then after a certain while, once Justin became a teenager and then eventually I became a teenager, Justin stopped wanting to be woken up at five o'clock in the morning by Griffin mm-hmm, and I. Mm-hmm. My parents, somewhere along the line, started this tradition and God bless it, it worked. They would take a piece of ribbon, like, you know, they would tie up a gift and tape it across the top of the stairs with like, don't go downstairs, like written on a note on it or something. So you had to be able to read. I guess, but like Justin and Griffin and I would like sit at the, and we never, I don't remember ever like disobeying that. And like we would just. Because the anticipation of, is part of the fun. Yeah. And then like we would, you know, eventually round about like 6 30 or 7, wake up mom and dad. And then they would go downstairs ahead of us. Oh. And now I, as a kid, like, I don't know what I thought they were doing. The answer is probably finishing touches on stuff but the answer is more likely enjoying one one <laughs> moment of quiet where they, they, the they first sip of their morning beverage yes they weren't coffee drinkers so they were having like diet coke it was the 80s and 90s they're having diet coca-cola and just like saying like are we ready for this can we handle it so then they would say like you can come downstairs and then griffin justin i and griffin would come down in that order in age appropriate order and then we would see what santa had left us um, and there would always be like one big thing or like one main uh, whatever. Like this is the big surprise present. Mm-hmm. You know, it might be like we got a Super Nintendo or a, well, we got lots of game systems throughout the years of like uh, I remember specifically the Nintendo 64 being a big one that was like this is for all three of you. There was one year where it was like bikes for all three of us, that kind of thing. And then we would be like, oh, whoa. And then it was like, OK time out and then mom would go put in the like the Pillsbury cinnamon roll and orange yeah. rolls from the cans mm-hmm. my mom did that too she also would make like a a Christmas casserole like a breakfast casserole that had like strata sure it had eggs and sometimes sausage and hash browns and stuff on it so it's kind of like just all of the things for breakfast in one casserole with cheese right. No, and so then um, once and I think like Justin and Griffin and I would each have like some hot cocoa or like some uh, well we called it rocket sauce but it was like this instant tea cidery kind of thing that my mom made a mixture that had like uh, you guys can't see my faces but I have tried rocket sauce and it is really weird yes <laughs> Teresa doesn't care for it I care for it a lot okay um, so here are the things in it um, instant tea yes Tang, uh-huh. uh huh, uh, like cider spices, uh huh. I, I think, think there's and like sugar, cinnamon, and sugar. Yeah, there's a lot of sugar, um, and and I think it's great. Um, but then then the present would begin the present exchange. And- well, we we did something similar. So we would eat a little breakfast, and then we had to go. Um, in our older years, we had to go get dressed because at this point, there was like, after after this break, there was no more stopping. Mm-hmm. So if we didn't get dressed now, we wouldn't get dressed until like two o'clock in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. So we had to go get dressed and then we could start in on 
the rounds of presents from families. Um, and so we would, so you guys did rounds. This is a thing that since I've been with your family is, is very different. Here's the thing about McElroy family gift exchange, not so much now, but for a long time, it takes forever because everybody gets like you hand one present to someone and then we all watch them open it and they hold it up and like, Oh great. Oh, thank you. Oh, this is from you. Oh, thank you. And, th and then we do the next gift. And so, so one gift at a time. Yes, and it makes it uh, take forever. But it also is a very like mm, we're here. We're very mindful. We're very present in the moment. And that's I, not to say I yours think that doesn't that work. definitely that has its place. And I think that um, when there are not you know fifteen people, yes, that's probably fine. And I'm sure it is fine. We might do that this year, but at my house. There were too many people <laughs> to do that. We had the same amount of people, but go on. <laughs> so <laughs> we would press, pass out a round of presents. So everyone has a present in their lap, mm -hmm. and they all open it at the same time, and then we all hold it up, say, ooh, ah, what'd yeah, you get? I think that, that kind I of think thing. It's, I think so we're talking about the same thing. I actually think that your method is better. <laughs> yeah, it's just because the physical unwrapping of the present no one really cares about it's the thing inside yes so when you do a round of presents like that then it gets it it gets it going <laughs> i will say that uh, this is the thing i'm trying so hard right now not to sound like an old person who's like well back in my day but i love like online shopping it makes it very easy to get stuff uh for christmas but there's something to be said about remembering what it was like being a kid and be like where did you find how did you get this yeah you know, that kind of thing when did you have time that kind of deal um by the way we teresa and i i, I showed teresa some of my home movies my childhood home movies there's a really great uh christmas where my dad surprised my mom with a vcr oh yeah and, like she's very surprised at a vcr and he keeps saying to her like and yeah and that's for you that's for you and all i can think is like that was not for her dad <laughs> like you use that to record everything dad. <laughs> but we did watch lots of movies on it um let's see and so then we also had uh, a behavior that i would say maybe began around ooh, griffin 7 travis 10 justin 13 which is when we would finish unwrapping the gift we would wad up the paper and throw it at my dad because my dad would always hold the garbage bag to collect the paper hmm. and so in 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 the guise of like put this in the garbage dad we would try to nail my dad with a big <laughs> wad of wrapping paper and it was that, that so tracks funny. for you guys it was that sounds, so funny that sounds oh, about right and you know what dad loved it every time it was great i'm trying to think what other things do we do um did you have like a special did you do christmas lunch or christmas dinner we did christmas dinner my mom okay. Teresa and i've talked about this many times just not on the show so i know that doesn't count for you people at home <laughs> um but like my mom was a consummate hostess and like would bake all day oh this is another christmas tradition so the night before on christmas eve my dad would take me and justin and griffin to get us out of our mom's hair so she could like cook and stuff and we go on a christmas eve walk we still do we do it now yes they do um where and now we take our kids with us um where we would walk around the neighborhood and talk about all the things and that not the happened. wives well so we get to sit yes and relax <laughs> so that you have time um and and so that and we would talk about all the stuff that had happened in the year good things bad things important things and stuff that we were hoping for the next year and that kind of thing 
um, is very nice. And, you know, even the years when we haven't been together, we'll, like, call each other on the phone as we walk around. I, I did it one time just walking circles in Teresa's family's uh, driveway while I talked to my family while they walked around. Um, but, yeah, so my mom would, like, make dinner. I want to say ham. I want to say mm. the, the given was ham. Uh, I just like saying the word ham. You sure do. Ham. Um, and, you know, mashed potatoes and uh, lots of desserts. That's the other thing. Yeah, that's the thing. Huh? Whenever I get to host, people are always like, you made five different desserts? I'm like, yes. Like, my mom would make as many desserts as she made other things on the table. And then, you know, also, like, the bacon-wrapped, you know, little bacon-wrapped weenies and, like, uh, <laughs> shrimp. So many shrimps. So many shrimps. Um, Ooh, and uh, so balls? I haven't made those in we forever. did we did Christmas lunch uh, usually like I said around two um, and my mom because my mom for a very long time and still does actually she sings in the Christmas Eve choir um, they have a five o'clock mass at my at, at my parents church and they also have like a midnight mass so she sings at the five o'clock um, which means when you get home at around 7.30, because Christmas mass takes a very long time, uh, that there's not a lot of time to cook. So she usually just makes spaghetti. Um, so then the real meal is Christmas Day. And I always remember it's always something like my mom doesn't like ham. I don't think. I, you know, so I don't think do our ham. family did yet. I don't know why we kept eating it. Justin <laughs> didn't like it. I didn't like it. I don't know if my mom did. But my mom would always make some kind of like really, just just a really full meat dish. You a know what beef. I mean? Like a, like, yeah, like a roast or like prime rib or something like that. It was usually because we had turkey for Thanksgiving. She wanted to do like a meat. Something LaBeouf. Yes for for um for christmas but you know i think that um i am as i always have been more interested in the mashed potatoes and rolls yes that's <laughs> it. the carbs the carbs of the it all. carbs the carbs that's what i like um and then christmas day afternoon evening i think we would go like visit the family that we had in the area or have like people over to exchange some more but a lot of it was like Round about, I would say, 3 o'clock, when, like, depending on how early we started or late we started, we would then kind of been given this, like, two-hour window of, like, now go, play with your things. Yeah. Enjoy your time, as I imagine mom and dad would just nap. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, or that, if you were still young enough, they would put together your toys for you. Yes. That's what my dad did for like, hours, it seems. All those tiny little Barbie stickers my dad applied I could see your Bless dad him. being very like calcul like very careful about putting he those stickers was. on too. Yeah. Um yeah, so that was that was like our Christmas day. Not at all like the Puritans. No, very different. Thank you so much, everybody, for joining us. Um next week, let's see. Will we do an up we might have to miss next week. We'll see. It being the holidays and travel and all. Um, but then there will be an episode up Christmas week. Um, because we'll have the what we record at the Candle Night Show in Huntington, which we're excited to see you all there. Um, and yeah, thank you all so much for joining us, for being here, for being incredible, being nice. You're all great. And hey, as you celebrate the holidays, this holiday season, please be careful, be responsible, don't drink and drive, drink responsibly, party responsibly, and be nice to each other. Be excellent to each other. Indeed. 
Um, and you know what? If you're still looking for some last-minute Christmas presents, maybe check out McElroyMerch.com. There's a lot of cool stuff on there, including some really cool Schmanners pin sets and t a T-shirt uh, designed by Kate Leth. You can find that at McElroyMerch.com. Um, and you can go to the family to check out our snazzy new McElroy family hub website. Um, and exciting things on that site. Exciting things indeed. You can follow us uh, on Twitter at uh, Schmanners Cast. I forgot which show I was talking about for a second. <laughs> um, and you can email us if you have topic ideas, uh, SchmannersCast at gmail.com. What else, Teresa? Well, we always thank Brent Bruntelfloss Black for the for writing our theme music, which is available as a ringtone where those are found. Um, also, thank you to Kayla M. Wassel for our beautiful Twitter thumbnail art, which he mentioned is at Schmanners Cast. And then thank you to Kate. Keely Weiss Photography for the beautiful photograph um, on the Fan Run Facebook page, Schmanners Fanners. So if you're interested in connecting with other fans of the Schmanners podcast, please go and join that. And I think that's going to do it for us, so join us again next week. No RSVP required. You've been listening to Schmanners. Manners, Schmanners. Get it? MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.